Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That means Tech Talk is underway on a Saturday. Twins and Royals tonight. Doug is in. Doug Swinhart with Tech Talk. And it's pretty simple. If you want to talk to Doug about your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. And Doug, I've been receiving the last week or so uh, some warnings, particularly my bank, not important which one, uh, about uh, warning people about fraud and scams. And th- this gets back into some things we've talked about for a long, long time. And, and one of the biggies is... And and the the email from my bank, uh, and and I've been using this whenever available, is the dual authentication, and that is where you log into a site and then they send a code to your smartphone and you enter that code. That is an important layer of security that people should take advantage of. Oh, I think for financial institutions and any time that you're doing some type of financial transaction on the internet, I completely agree. I think that where it gets a little bit finicky is if everything goes to dual authentication and you happen to have a little pause in your email client, you have to jump through all the hoops again. Some of it, I think, is overdone. But if you're doing financials, absolutely. I'm all for it. But I think they should be a little bit more selective. It really is probably the best security option available today, in my opinion. They've played around for years with the biometrics and scanning eyes and fingertips. and But this really comes down to the fact that if you've got a smartphone, it's the way to go. It really is. Yeah, and then if you're going to rely on a smartphone for that level of security, you better make sure that is backed up. If that phone gets lost, stolen, um damage to the point where you can't use it uh, you want to have that backed up so when you do get a new phone a lot of that information is readily available you know it's an interdependent world when it comes to all these online resources and if you do go that mode because i know someone very well who lost their phone and they couldn't get into all of these sites until they got that phone restored and then they had to jump through a lot of hoops it, it it can be a pain if if that happens. Oh man, I tell you, some of the password protector software were actually using your smartphone 
as a place to store your passwords as well. Oh, and they would uh, generate passwords within the program, but if you couldn't get into that particular program, you're out of everything. I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's a huge, huge valid point. Yeah, it is a nightmare scenario for sure. And once again, I, I can't imagine... I, I've generally had well, I've had iPhones now for years, and iCloud is is a super handy backup. But even mm-hmm. if you're on an Android phone, you can still back that up, and it, it, there's absolutely no excuse for your stuff not to be backed up, whether it's on a smartphone or on a computer. Oh, absolutely, and and um, and on an Android system, nearly every person that has an Android will set it up with a Gmail account. Well. Gives you almost all the identical benefits as um, as um, um, iCloud, and Google is really pushing the dual authentication now. Uh, when you swap, when you convert from the Google Legacy, which is going to be mandatory June first, over to Google Workspace, it's you absolutely are going to be pushed into two-factor login unless you shut it off prior. And once it's turned on, it, there's no turning it off. So it's a uh, it's a commitment that's going to need to be made. Let's get uh, the phone lines open, the text line open, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226 is the phone number here on Tech Talk. We're joined by Doug Swinhart and with the Twins playing tonight in Kansas City. Uh, Doug's able to join us today between 2 and 3. And, of course, uh, Tech Talk every Saturday between 2 and 3, sports schedules permitting. Uh, Doug, let's jump to the text line. I am building a gaming PC, and I would like your thoughts about the best uh, gaming motherboard on the market. Uh, Really, uh, money is no object here, and it always is, but... In this case, they're willing to get the best. I, I, there's a lot of good equipment out there. There is. Uh, you're, you're probably going to find yourself in uh, a SUS, ASUS, an MSI, uh, a Gigabit, but there's lots of nice motherboards out there. Big thing with building one today is really take your time and have the machine designed before you ever go and purchase first piece, even the case. You decide whether you're going to do air cool or water cool. Uh, make a decision how big you want the system. In my opinion, every gamer absolutely needs to boot from an NVMe solid state drive. That's non-volatile memory enhanced. N is in Nancy, V is in Victor, M is in Michael, and then a small E for energy, if you will. But that's your fastest boot, and they are going to make the best gamers. I would also suggest that you have, if you're going to be running at Wi-Fi, it should have Wi-Fi 6 2x2. That way you can get that huge bandwidth, even if you're wireless. I set up a a laptop that was an HP business laptop, and that baby on the Wi-Fi Stevie delivered 160 megabits per second download rate. I I just mind-boggled. And a beautiful system. I think, too, that gamers, gaming machines, really should be... A two- to a three-month plan and build time. If you're going to do it, do it right. Uh, get the right processor, minimum 32 gigabytes of RAM. I don't know if you need to go too large on the solid-state drive at first. You can always update that later. But probably should be a 512, half a terabyte for sure. 
And the motherboard is a crucial piece of this. This also is going to depend on what you decide to go with for a video. If you have, if you got plans on having a, a separate video interface, which most gamers will, then the motherboard will not have to support video, but I think it's a good idea if you can go both ways. But it's a, a big undertaking. Take some time. The last gamer I put together, I spent about 30 hours of research before I delivered what I thought the gentleman would need, and he actually had me build it for specific gaming, just for specific games. And most of them were online, so... That went real well, real well. But take your time, learn about the components, make sure everything's timed out right. You got plenty of power supply and rock and roll. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. I continue to see ads, and I know other folks do as well, about uh, all the uh, wireless providers like Verizon, T-Mobile, uh, promoting, particularly T-Mobile, they, they've been running a ton of ads, promoting their their 5G uh, internet for the home, where you get a little appliance that you set somewhere in the house, and then the Wi-Fi comes out of that, and that's served by 5G cellular service. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard any more about this, Doug? Uh, I know it's still not available in my neighborhood, so I couldn't try it out if I wanted to, but they're coming in at a very low price point, about 50 bucks a month. And I, I just haven't heard a great deal about this. It's still new, but it seems to me as they get more and more 5G coverage, uh, not only here in the Twin Cities metro area, but in other communities around the state, this could be a good option. It's a, absolutely going to be a game changer. But you point out a really good point. I think you make a great point when you say it's not available in my area. Even if you are able to get 5G on your phone, there's going to be some areas where you've got a stationary internet connection where it's just not going to work. And if you happen to be fortunate and you can get one of these, rumors on the net now are really mixed. I'd say probably 60% success ratio to 40% not successful. And that's for a technology this new, that's really pretty good. It really is. And I believe that they want to scoop in here now and grab the business, um, I think, probably before Starlink gets their stuff perfected. And Starlink is making great strides with theirs. I think you're going to see that whole technology change over the next year as well. We live in interesting times. Receiving bandwidth in your house is changing in light years. It's um, just a just a raging forward technology. So, yeah, keep an eye on it and watch it. I like kind of like what... T-Mobile's got going on. I think this is going to be a a real push. Uh, I don't know how they got so big so fast, other than when they split from AT&T. There had to be some agreement with with AT&T to get up on that GSM network as well. It's it's a cool technology, and I look forward to seeing how this progresses. Yeah, and I I just did a quick check again. Uh, it, It is not available in my neighborhood. And here's the funny thing about cellular service in our neighborhood. And maybe you found it where you live, and other folks will find this. the The actual cellular signal can be very spotty in in my particular neighborhood. It, it's really unusual. And then you get down in the basement, and sometimes it's hard to get two bars. Uh, uh, that's down in the um, that, of the house. 
that that's happening actually a lot more than what I think people realize. Like even where I'm at, Never Grove Heights, I am close enough to the airport to where the phone companies actually have to do like spot beaming when they push out their signals. So you're absolutely right. It it's not just a broad, broad broadcast and reception area anymore. When you're working around, well, like airports and emergency things like that, it things change. Plus the obstacles that they're going around and the tower power, it's it's more than just cranking up the power on these things. It's getting very, very specific. I also foresee with 5G, even though that's supposed to be a different band wave and all that, there's a lot of waves flying around the air right now. And I wonder how long it's going to be before they actually start to create problems for one another. I, I think it's right around the corner. I don't want to sound negative or anything like that, but... This is going to be real interesting to watch. It really is. And especially with the advances as of late with batteries. They got batteries now, Steve. I don't know if you noticed this, but they're supposed to last 24,000 years. They're being manufactured with the waste of a nuclear plant. And they take a charge in like 30 seconds, and they'll last for like a month. This is going to be a game changer, too. They're expensive because they're building them around a diamond. But that technology combined with the, with the wireless you're going to see mobile devices make a tremendous difference in our whole civilization globally. Won't be just here; it'll be around the whole planet. But it's um, interesting times for sure. Quick break. We'll have more coming up. Tech talk with Doug. Uh, the number is six five one four six one nine two two six. You can text right into the studio, uh, or you can call and carry Clad, our producer. We'll put you through on the program. Twins and Royals tonight. Our coverage begins at 4.30 with the Twins Magazine Show. Pre-game at 5.30 with Chris Atterbury and then Corey Provis and Dan Gladden with the play-by-play from Kauffman Stadium. Twins try to win uh, game two of the three-game set that won last night, 6-4. to four. That is all on the way here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk, Doug Swindahart on board until 3 o'clock, talking computers, hardware, software, whatever. Feel free to call or text the program, 651-461-9226. Here's a quickie. Um, Will Apple Pro 2 earbuds work with an Android phone? I would assume yes. I'd say yes, too, but I have no evidence of that. I, I think they will. You know, the accessories seem to go back and forth pretty easy, and I think as we move forward... You're going to see more of this where it, you can pl- plug almost anything into almost anything and up it comes. Yeah. Might not have full functionality, but I bet it'll have enough to satisfy most folks. Yeah, and Bluetooth technology has come a long, long way when it first came out. Now now it is really extraordinary how stable it is. Every I, time I get in my vehicle, uh, my, my phone trains up. It works perfectly hands-free, and that is the law, by the way. And mm-hmm. it, it, it works... Now, every time. It, yeah, it's pretty it. incredible. Yeah, you know, the only thing I worry about with Bluetooth is there's rumors that there's a, an entire Bluetooth network running in the entire North America. And I don't know if this is real or not. I haven't been able to, to find the proof. Um, there are several people on YouTube that are talking about they're swapping information about things that we don't even know about. I, I don't know if that's true. Who, who knows? But Bluetooth has come a long, long way, and it is everywhere. It truly is. It's everywhere. Um, here, here's a good one from our text line before the weather break here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, just bought a refurbished Dell desktop uh, with Windows 10 Home. Uh, 
do you recommend an additional security program for this machine? I would, yeah. Uh, uh, Doug, you muted yourself. I, I would recommend that, yeah. it would. Uh, first of all, it's a home version, and being that it's a refurb, just, just do the math. I would just absolutely do that. And, in fact, if I was going to tighten down the security, I probably would limit some of the updates on that to peer security updates. And I might even go so far if I had an adequate antivirus and malware, malware bytes, Enod32, something like that, a vira. I, I would probably even completely remove Windows Defender entirely and just let that company take care of it. So well worth it with a Windows box. Well worth it. Yeah, and once again, uh, roll out that uh, security and what you recommend for people using Windows 10. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm uh, real biased towards uh, malware bytes. They've been so good to me over the years. Um, but really top shelf is ESET, Enod32, ESET. Okay. Tremendous company, both American companies. Uh, Avira is a German company, another fantastic antivirus. There's a lot of good ones out there. Bitdefender's coming back. AVG is strong. Do your due diligence. And the one thing to remember with all of them is once you make a purchase, they have a tendency of going too far. Remember, when we're configuring these computers, we're looking for that sweet spot. Maximum performance with adequate security. And security companies, they will go way overbound to protect your machine, which is not all bad, but you're going to suffer performance. And that will eventually lead to a lower lifespan of that equipment as well. So a reduced lifespan. So it's, uh, it's important to find that balance when you're, when you're configuring your machine, especially with security products. McAfee and Norton have been around for a long time. We, we don't talk about those a lot. Do they still do a good job? Uh, I'm really not a fan of uh, uh, McAfee since uh, Intel bought them out. There's been some changes, and, and again, I think it's mainly because they go too far, just way too far. Um, I was working on a computer last week where the lady just has a recent update for McAfee, and it just drags and drags and drags no matter what I turn down. I'm, I'm not sure really how to correct that other than the upper hardware. And the same thing seems to be true with uh, some of the Norton pro- products, but it's been a while since I've been playing with those. Yeah. But I'm just not a fan of these over-resource. They're resource pigs. They just suck up all your resources on your computer. That's, that just kind of kills the whole effect. Yeah. Uh, back to our text line and the number again. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We we talked about five G and that being a competitor in some neighborhoods right now uh, for home internet service. Ton of ads right now for T Mobile pushing their fifty dollar a month home internet. And that what it comes in, it comes in via five G cellular and then goes out as a traditional Wi Fi signal in your home. Um, and this is really a good. Good text. Because we've heard 5G, those signals don't travel as far as as other cellular signals. Will they need to put up more towers? You know, that's a good question. I think they might. Either that or they got to figure out how to do this. Um, they call it beam broadcasting. So instead of just going out like in 360, how do I say that? And uh, four-dimensional, so to speak, it's beaming. It's going in a real strong signal in one direction, and that way they would be a little bit better. I'm also 
stumbled across some article a couple of weeks ago about how they can take a, a 4G tower and convert it to 5G. I don't know whether they just add something to the bottom or, or I'm not sure how that technology works. But the distance with 5G is absolutely a concern, especially when you get these robust speeds happening. It's um, <laughs> it's it's pretty much up in the air right now. So make sure you get them good and tested or just don't take a contract until you can verify it's going to work. And I think most of them are going to give you that out. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. We'll have the weather and then more here on Tech Talk, 651-461-9226, No question, though, the rollout of any new technology for these companies is extremely expensive, oh, and they yes. are interested in recovering that money as quickly as possible. All right, we'll get to the weather in a moment here on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Tech Talk, Doug Swindahart in this Saturday until 3 o'clock. And, oh, by the way, uh, the Twins and the Royals are tonight in Kansas City. At Twins Magazine, 4.30, pregame 5.30, and the first pitch at about 6.10 with Corey and Danny from Kauffman Stadium. Twins won game one on Friday night. Uh, the final score is 6-4. to four. Devin Smeltzer got the win. And uh, a big night for Jose Miranda, including the game-winning to RBI double. Let's go to the phones now on Tech Talk and bring in uh, Rick. Rick and Coon Rapids here on the air. Hello. Yeah, say, Doug, a week ago I got an uh, email from my Internet security firm, and they said that they had found my phone number on the dark web. Is this anything I should worry about? Um, I would delete that email as soon as possible. Uh, uh, first of all, and I'm glad that you brought this up, there really is no such thing as the dark web. It's all the web. And what some people consider a dark web is a, is an actual logon that takes you to a different level in a web server. But more importantly than that, so they got your phone number. So what? What are they going to do with it? I mean, lots of people have your phone number. Big deal. And this just reeks of wanting you to call. So if you call them and they somehow get in your pocket... Hard for you to back off that charge because that's the new game today. If we can get the customer to call us, when they go to cancel, wait a minute, we didn't pursue that. He called us. That's uh, that's one thing with the scams that's happening today that really needs to be, I think, publicized more widely. Don't bother. If it's really that important, somebody will get a hold of you. But that's uh, nah, it's just that's just bad email right there. Just that's a scam. I. I don't even have to go any farther. Thank you for the call. That's an excellent call. Yeah, very very good, Rick. And uh, once again, uh, you've got to be on the lookout for things like that. Uh, emails that seem suspicious probably are. Uh, the, the big one is the incoming phone call, I'm from Dell Computer and I'm oh, you here bet. to help. You know, oh, you that, bet. Absolutely. That that that's that that is so far over the top and so ugly when they start saying, "Well, we're from Dell. We're from Microsoft. We're from that." I, I you can't put two cents of credibility to that. You just can't. If it was that widespread, there would be articles on the news twenty four seven talking about this vulnerability that's happened at Dell or Microsoft or something. It just doesn't make sense. But. Um, don't fall for any of that. And they're going after baby boomers, and they're calling them about their Social Security, too. This really upsets me. 
well, we just need your, we'll straighten out your social security to make sure you don't lose your next payment. I've heard that quite a bit lately. That These fear tactics are completely over the top. Yeah. Uh, back to 5G, I got a text. Uh, my nephew's been installing 5G antennas uh, here in the Twin Cities area uh, for the last year and a half. And during the weather break, I, t- I took a look. They they will need more antennas. There's, there's absolutely no question. There will yeah. need to be uh, more physical infrastructure to deliver 5G. And that's why it's more of a neighborhood-to-neighborhood thing. So that that uh, we really appreciate that. Now, here's another one on 5G Internet at home. Uh, and they... We're not going to mention the particular brand, but AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. T-Mobile's been advertising the most, but but all the big carriers have 5G home Internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they installed 5G home Wi-Fi this week, 50 bucks a month. They say it's working great, and they're getting uh, great download speeds. They used to have CenturyLink. They are very pleased indeed. Oh, that makes my day to hear that. I'm just loving that. I'm loving hearing this. I can tell you too, Steve, that Verizon, for the people on the outer areas, Verizon had their little home internet actually before the 5G came out, and they were doing a good job pre-5G. So I'm kind of excited to see how they come out with uh, the new technology of the 5G. This is going to be good to watch. It really is. Any additional Competition is absolutely nothing better for the consumer. I love hearing this. Just love it. Yeah, what about security? And this this is another good text on the topic of 5G. Is We're seeing more and more advertising for it, more and more availability. Do you have any security concerns about 5G-based home Internet? I really don't. Um, You know, wireless is wireless, and wired will always be more secure. However... We actually, I think, as, a, as, a, as consumers, need to just expect our providers to make sure that they're doing their part. If they're doing their part and you're secure into your home, I think we're going to be good to go. I, I don't, um, don't want to get people in a lax state of mind about their security, but I think there's far too much emphasis being put on that, and we need to say, okay, I know that we might have went to this website or that website or something of that order, but at the same time, they're tracking every network packet that's on the network someplace. I just got to believe that we can track them bad guys down in an hour once we find up the, the bad activity. And I think we're going to get to that real soon, I hope. I don't think that I would worry about that at all, not one bit. Um, to the phones, Bruce, Bloomington, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Oh, all right, Bruce is gone. Uh, my apologies, Bruce. If you have time to call back, we'll jump right back to your call, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Good for a call or text. ton of text, as always, here on the program. Uh, let's get back to uh, security and Windows 10. Uh, from the text line, I have a store-bought Dell. Uh, I have Windows 10. Should I shut off Windows 10 updates and not use Defender? If if you could clarify, Doug, what you would do with a with a machine running Windows 10? Well, you, know, you got to be a little cautious with this as well. 
you know, if I make those statements, I'm actually talking from a point of a, a little bit higher technical knowledge. And not that I know everything, because I certainly don't. If you're interested in that, I would jump on Google, and I would do a Google for a gentleman named Chris Titus, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-T-U-S. He has developed several pieces of software that will allow you to limit what you're getting for updates, security only. I think you should keep the security updates. I think it's dangerous to shut up all of the updates. As far as the feature updates, and Windows, Microsoft's talking about a new build every three months coming up here. I think it's too much. I'm, I'm of the mind of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, and I think they're a little bit over the edge with this. But once you have your system in place and you've got a good firewall on your modem slash router that connects you to the outside, and they are all got firewalls built into them, and you can trust your Internet service provider, and you might even have an external antivirus run-in for Windows, which is recommended. That's when you would consider removing Windows Defender. And that, by the way, is not the easiest job. It's not like going into a control panel and saying remove a program. It's a little bit more difficult. I do that because of the amount of resources, and I don't like to see two products running at once. Uh, but it's a great question. But, Steve, that reminds me. i got to kind of watch what I say once in a while. Yeah, but feel free to straighten me out on that. Yeah, and I I think it is an important text though because for a long time it was like with Windows 10, hey, Defender's doing a good job, and and you have been talking for a while that maybe not that you may want to look at another package uh, to to keep your computer secure and safe. Well, here's the thing: if you got Windows 10 home version, you absolutely need an outside antivirus. As far as I'm concerned, that's that's my opinion, and it's opinion only, uh, but that's, um, that's my stand on this. If you have Windows 10 Professional, you might be able to, to use your Windows Defender for a year or two. But I don't think if your computer is more than three years old, that's when it gets to be a little bit tricky. I'm not sure what that three-year mark and four-year mark and five-year mark is, but it's like Windows is doing things, I think, it, it appears this way, to where they're forcing new sales of, of hardware, and I just don't think that should be their position. I, but I, it's a complex issue. It truly is. But, um, yeah, beware. Take your time. Do your research. And, again, I will promote Chris Titus, just a tremendous resource on the net. YouTube's got his own website, ChrisTitus.com. This man is phenomenal, and he shares everything. I like him. I like him a lot. And I hope that helps. Quick break. We'll have more with Doug. It is Tech Talk on this Saturday. Twins and Royals on the radio tonight in game two of the three-game series. Their coverage begins after 4.30 today. Pre-game show with Chris Satterberry at 5.30. Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play tonight at 6.10. You're on the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3O, WCCO. All the news and weather at 3.00. And then Mike Hansen from the Office of Traffic Safety uh, will join us. Rules of the road today, summer driving season, road construction well underway. We'll get into that with Mike following the news and weather at 3 o'clock today. Uh, a few more minutes with Doug. Doug, back to Windows 10. Windows 10 Home Edition in particular. Uh, what do you recommend uh, for, for antivirus? What should be people be doing with those machines? I think with Windows 10 Home version, one really should have an, an outside 
security software, uh, Malwarebytes, um, or ESET, ENAD32, or Avira, A-V-I-R-A. That's a German company. They all do great work. Bitdefender, but have an outside source for sure. If your computer is three years old or more, I think I would actually even be thinking about removing or at least hobbling somewhat Windows Defender. Don't let it completely control your security. With Windows Professional, however, you've got a little bit more robust security built into it. And I, I just think that you'd be much better off to just roll with the outside source and right from day one. But that's my opinion. And different builds of Windows will react differently to how you intend to deal with Windows Defender. But if you've got a computer that's three years old, you absolutely should have some sort of outsourced antivirus and malware security. Absolutely. It's about 30 bucks a year, if that. But usually get it on sale by multiple years and save a bunch. But I think that that's important. I really do. All right, uh, Doug, let's jump over to Windows 11. What about Windows 11 and antivirus? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, Windows 11 really is not getting the reception that Microsoft would have appreciated. And, in fact, people need to realize that they're going to support Windows 10 for the next three years minimum. They've already committed to all the way through 2025. There's no need to jump into this. With some of the issues with hardware and the demands that Microsoft is putting on on, um, your processor even, you're not going to be able to have a 32-bit CPU and run Windows 11, not at all. And they're demanding that you have a trusted platform module added to your computer and there are just some extra restrictions I just don't think that should be needed. And as far as security goes, I think the same thing is going to apply with Windows 11 as Windows 10. If you got the home version, tighten it up. If you got the pro version, you can be a little bit more lax, but once you hit that three-year mark, absolutely, it's time to... To cut the Microsoft cable cord and, and just uh, float by yourself if you need to. Security updates only. And it's much easier to do in Windows Pro, whether it's 10 or 11, than it is in Windows Home. And that's just my opinion. I hope that helps. Um, one quick follow-up on 5G. Someone went with one company, was having a little bit of trouble, uh, went with another and apparently the tower was closer uh, to their home, and the 5G home Internet is, is working well. And once all the biggies, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon offer it, but you need to check. Um, re- results may vary right now as they continue to expand their networks. But we have heard uh, from people that are having a very good luck with that. And uh, the hour has gone so quickly as always. Doug Swinhart joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline here on News Talk, A3OWCCO, a tech talk. And Doug will be back again uh, soon, sports schedules permitting. Uh, but we want to get your phone number and email out there if people want to visit with you uh, during the week. Oh, thank you so much. 651 552 and, of course, admin at WCCOTech.com, A-D-M-I-N at WCCOTECH.com. And, again, on the phone number, 651-552-9543. And thank you so much, Steve, and have a good weekend. Yeah, you as well, Doug. Uh, thanks again for the time. We'll, we'll visit soon. Great. There he is, Doug Swinhart, joining us with Tech Talk. Once again, on the air Saturdays between 2 and 3 o'clock, 
but that that's depending on sports schedules. And the Twins play tonight in Kansas City, and we'll have uh, a lot of sports coverage coming up later on. We'll talk uh, Timberwolves and NBA after 3.30 today. Get you up to date on the PGA, the NHL. We'll talk Minnesota United FC. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney. And then, of course, our Twins Magazine show is starting after the weather at 4.30. Stand by for the news. We'll start with CBS at 3 o'clock and a complete update on the weather here on this Saturday. At News Talk, E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 